You're listening to the Application Insider Podcast. Welcome dietetic students. Here you will find all sorts of tips and guidance to help you navigate the dietetic internship application experience. I am your dietetic internship application guide, sharing insights to bridge the unnecessary gaps in this crucial step in your dietetics career. Together, we can get you all the information you need to create an application that will stand out in all the right ways. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 of the Application Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Vance, the founder, CEO, and dietetic internship application guide here at Application Insider. Today, I'm talking about the personal statement. Specifically, I'm going to share my answers to questions that you, or dietetic students just like you, have actually asked me. I've got some clips of Q&A sessions from some of the live personal statement workshops I've held in the past. Now, in these live workshops, I give dietetic students the guidance they need to write their personal statement in as little as four weeks. I only have a few live workshops during the year, and the next one will be January 4th through the 29th, 2021. So in preparation for that, I thought I'd share a little bit of what it's like to be in the workshop. In this workshop, I've broken down the personal statement writing process into four steps. Number one is writing your shabby first draft. Two is formatting and editing. Step three is reviewing and revising. And step four is uploading it into Dicus. In the workshop, we devote one week to each of these steps, which means that even if you start the workshop with a blank piece of paper, or a blank Word document if you write and edit on your computer, you could have a submission-ready personal statement by the time those four weeks are done. Plus, you've got my DI director's perspective to help you out the entire time you're writing. When you join the workshop, you get a bunch of materials that you get to use while you're writing. One is a guidebook to help you through each of the writing steps. A second tool is the personal statement sample pack, so you can see two examples of submission-ready personal statements and the editing process that took them from a 1,400-word first draft down to 1,000 words or less. Plus, you get guidance videos where I share everything, and I do mean everything I possibly can share about answering all of the personal statement questions completely and sharing your entire story without losing details, even as you get it down to the 1,000 word limit. Workshop members also get to work directly with me. Throughout the workshop, we have live Q&A sessions every week, so you can ask whatever questions come up during your own writing process. That is how you can get the customized guidance you might be looking for so that answers and suggestions are specific to your situation and you get insight on exactly what you want to share with directors who will read your application. We can discuss anything you need to feel confident in your writing, whether you're wondering if you got a full response to one of the, those questions, if you need help smoothing out your transitions as you, you know, go between the different answers that you're writing about, or if you're just not sure how to fit in some feedback that you got from, I don't know, your, your English major brother who reviewed one of your drafts for you. All of those things might come up while you're writing and you can talk about them in the live Q&A sessions that are part of the workshop. So I wanna show you a little bit more about what those live Q&A sessions are like. 
In today's episode, I'm sharing some of the questions that have actually come up during the Q&A sessions in workshops that I held in the summer and fall of 2020. When you hear these clips, you'll hear exactly what others have asked about and you'll hear my response. And in doing so, you will get some information that could be useful for your own writing. Then, if you want in on the January workshop so you can get this kind of guidance, just head on over to applicationinsider.co slash workshops. Actual registration is going to be opening soon, but if you head there now, you can add your name to the wait list and you'll be the first to hear when registration is open. Plus, you'll get it at a pretty nifty discounted price. So head on over to applicationinsider.co slash workshops with an S, it's plural. And you can get, add your name to that list to be the first in the know. So looking at the calendar, on this episode's release date, we are 68 days away from the spring 2021 match deadline. And January 2021 is the last time this workshop will be offered before that deadline. So for reals, if you want a personal statement that is sure to stand out, you want those tools that will help you with your writing process, you want the customized guidance you can get from the live Q&A sessions with me, head on over to applicationinsider.co slash workshops so you don't miss anything. All right, let's get on to the Q&As. So I do have a video of these uh, short Q&As that I'm sharing in the show notes. So if you wanna see exactly what the live sessions are like, head on over to that link in the show notes. And that way you'll see exactly what the Q&A sessions will be like if you join the workshop yourself and you get in on these live Q&A sessions. So there are three questions I'm going to be answering in these clips. As I go through each one, some of them you'll hear the person asking their question, if I have that part of the clip available, and then you'll hear my response to them. So the first question is, why shouldn't I use lack of clinical experience as a weakness? So let's listen to my response to that. Your weaknesses are not something that are going to be fixed as you go through an internship. So if you're if the only weakness you can come up with is lack of clinical experience, you're going to gain clinical experience in the internship, and then you can't say that anymore. So the internship doesn't fix weaknesses. The weaknesses that um, directors are interested in, as I said in the video, these are things like, I'm a mature adult, I'm aware of my shortcomings. The weaknesses are, or areas needing improvement, whichever phrase gives you a little more comfort. Those are things that you're kind of you're gonna experience kind of your whole life. They are personal characteristics that make you who you are. They balance out your strengths, um, but it's not just something that if I sit on this long enough, it's just gonna go away. Or if I just if I just go through this internship, I will no longer have a single weakness. I do just want to add to my initial response from that live Q and A that. This is a weakness I often saw written in personal statements. So my response to this particular question comes a lot from my own experience. I know there are some other application coaches out there who have encouraged sharing things like situational weaknesses, and this might be seen as a situational weakness. But when I saw this in personal statements that I read, my perspective as the reader, it really did come off, as I said, like, once you go through this internship, you won't have any more weaknesses at all? Is that realistic? 
And so that's really the background of my response that it should be a little, you know, not so limited to just what the internship is going to help you quote unquote fix, but more that it shows your, you know, maturity in accepting your humanness and the reality that humans have both strengths and weaknesses. And it's important to know what they are so that those helping you achieve your goals can help you work on them at the same time. Whenever I was working with an intern who only listed a lack of clinical experience as a weakness, I didn't know really what I needed to do to help them as they went through their rotations. But an intern who maybe let me know that time management was a concern of theirs or public speaking or sharing suggestions in a group, that was something I knew I could help them with. They were letting me know what might become a concern during their internship and It kind of gave me a heads up on some of the ways I could guide or mentor that intern when those situations came came up. So as a director working with people, knowing someone's weakness, air quotes, is just something that time is going to fix isn't very helpful for me if I'm trying to mentor or offer suggestions to them. So that's another angle to why I would suggest you don't use lack of clinical experience as a weakness. All right, moving on to question two. This is about making your personal statement specific and tailoring it to the program that it's written for. So let's listen to the answer. And I know that something you kind of mentioned was personalizing it to um, the internship you're going to apply to. Mm -hmm. So would you say you would keep questions like one to four, like the same. And then number five is the one that you're more changing or like, how do I determine like if I need to modify the whole paper depending on where I'm applying, I guess. Yeah, that's a great question. So one to four, yes, those can be like the same for every program that you send them to. And then make sure that last question is like the open-ended, tell us whatever you want or whatever it actually says. Definitely that's where you'll put the program name if you haven't already. That's where you'll focus on this is why I chose this program. Um, So that's kind of like the bare minimum of specifying the program. There might be some other areas that you want to change to make it program specific. For example, if there's a program that, I don't know, if there's a program you're applying to that has an international component and you have done some international, like you did a study abroad or something like that, you could mention that experience in that personal statement, but then maybe you have some other experiences that you feel like are applicable to the other programs you're applying to. So maybe there's one experience that's showing up in all your personal statements, and then the second experience you may be tweaking a little bit or something you know, along those lines. Those are some other places you could specify for the program. Um, but you don't have to like start over from blank page for every personal statement you have to write that. I don't think anywhere in any level of specifying that would be the case. Um, you could choose to really change some details, but hopefully if you're doing that, you know right now that you're gonna plan on doing that and don't figure that out in January. Um, but you know, there's different levels you can do to really adjust the personal statement for the program and it kind of just varies in what you have to match up with them. So definitely if you haven't looked to see if any of those programs have program specific questions, because that's obviously another way you would make it very specific to the program is giving them the exact information they are looking for. Um, Check on their websites, that sort of thing. And even if you're like 
their website didn't say anything, but they've got 20 million tabs to look at. I don't know. Some websites have a lot of information going on. Don't hesitate to email the director and say, I'm just, I've seen on your website, it looks like you only use the five standard DICAS questions. I'm just clarifying that that is all you're looking for. You don't have program specific stuff. And if there are program specific questions, I think I mentioned this in the video, make sure you understand what they actually are asking because my program had program specific questions and some people misunderstood it a little bit. So it's like kudos for looking at it. You needed to go one step further. You don't want your personal statement to fall short that way. All right, I want to make it clear that my example in that response um, of talking about experiences, that's referring to a potential answer for question two of the DICAS personal statement questions, which is to describe some experiences that have helped prepare you for um, an internship and your future career as a dietitian. There are also many other responses to any of the five questions that are listed in DICAS that you could change around or make specific as you are preparing a personal statement for one program in particular versus another program. But that's just one example of using the experiences question. There are also ways you could tailor your response to the strengths and weakness question or even to the goals question. All right, let's move on to the third question. This one more is addressing some of the elements about the program that you admire and maybe helped you decide officially to apply there. What about saying like, something that you're interested in or a reason why you're interested in too is because the program like I went on the website and I saw that they had a really high like pass rate for the RD exam would that be something that you would mention or is that something kind of like meh I can skip that I mean it could be if that really is one of your I wouldn't just be like I saw this on your website so that's why I'm saying it I would use it more as like this really is a deciding factor that, you know, I looked at the exam pass rate for every program I could and yours in combination with all these other things really did lead me to think you would be a great choice for me. You can use it that way. Okay. And, you know, you, you put it in some way like that, that gives me the sense that you're really taking, you're, you really are truly preparing your interns and supporting them in their goals. And that's what I'm looking for in a program. Okay, so obviously a program's RD exam pass rate is just one reason that you might have chosen to apply to any particular program. There are also many other reasons or elements that might have attracted you to one program versus another. That's just one example of how you could write about that, describing what you admired about that program, and explaining how it came that you chose to send your application there. And at the same time, you know, talking up the program a little bit in the process and giving them a little pat on the back. All right, your action step for this episode is, first of all, use this information while you are writing your own personal statement. Whether or not you join the workshop, some of this information likely applies in some way to what you're putting together for your application, so use that while you're writing your own personal statement. Second, if you're not sure about the workshop being a good fit for you, even after seeing a little bit of how the live Q&A session fits into that, which is really only a small portion of what the whole workshop offers, Go ahead and add your name to the waitlist so you can read through all the info about it when registration opens up. Again, that website is applicationinsider.co slash workshops. And there's a link in the show notes, so you don't even have to remember that. Just click on that link and you'll be headed that way. That way, at least you're giving yourself every opportunity to find guidance you can use on this part of your application 
and know that you'll have it done in a timely manner. Having someone to guide you through the entire process in just four weeks, ending with a few weeks to go before the actual deadline, I mean, that's that's a pretty stellar deal. So head on over to applicationinsider.co slash workshops to learn more. And with this insider insight, your application is sure to stand out. Thank you for listening. More details about this episode, including the full show notes, useful links, and a detailed summary are at applicationinsider.co slash podcast. You can find more application tips and guidance at applicationinsider.co or follow along on Instagram at applicationinsider. Please rate and review the Application Insider podcast to help other dietetic students find it. Be sure to subscribe to catch every episode.